0: These ten times you've humiliated me, shamelessly you insult me. Have I really gone astray? If so, my error remains hidden inside me. If you look down on me and use my disgrace to criticize me, know then that God has wronged me and enclosed his net over me. So, uh, Bildad, one of his favorite questions was the how long (coughs) question. He starts the speech in chapter 8, how long (laughs) will you say these things. He starts the speech in chapter 18, How long will you hunt for words? Job says, How long will you torment me and crush me with words? You know, Job's got a how long of his own. And he's sick and tired of this. How long are you still going to persecute me? You know, you've insulted me ten times. doesn't bother you one bit to make me a victim of injustice. That even if I have truly erred, my error lodges with me. In other words, what? That even if I have sinned, you don't know it. You've never (laughs) seen me do anything wrong. Exactly. You sure haven't figured it out. You know, you've said nothing that demonstrates anything close to sin that caused this. So if I have done wrong, it's only me that knows about it. You obviously don't. You know. He's pretty strong about this. You know, and he says, know then that God has wronged me and has closed his net around me. You know, Bildad had said in 18.8 that the wicked man is destroyed by his net. Job says, I'm a righteous man destroyed by the net of God. Comments and thoughts? so he probably should not have said that. Uh, yeah, I think that's a fair statement. God never wrongs anyone. But but I would still say in Job's defense that it's not that far away from what God said when God said to Satan, although you incited me against him to ruin him without cause. Hmm, what was that? It's 2-3. So, I mean... You know, it's not that far different from what God Himself said. This is not, he's not suffering just punishment. That is true. You know, his problem is he thought the same thing with friends. He thought that all suffering was for sin. They thought, therefore you're a horrible sinner. He thought, therefore the punishment's unjust. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the fact is, the thesis is wrong. Not all punishment is because of sin. Well, Job Job speaks pretty eloquently about his situation, 7 through 12. Behold, I cry violence, but I get no answer. I shout for help, but there is no justice. He has walled up my way so that I cannot pass, and he has put darkness on my path. He has stripped my honor from me and removed the crown from my head. He breaks me down on every side, and I am gone, and he has uprooted my hope like a tree. He has also kindled his anger against me and considered me as his enemy. His troops come together and build up their way against me and camp around my camp. Wow. You know, look at what Job's suffering and how he sees it. First of all, in verse 7, what is this? What picture do you get here in verse 7? out for help and nobody comes yes like a mugging victim that that you know when he cries out nobody helps none of the passerbys stop to to do anything you know maybe they don't want to get involved you know or whatever that's the way he feels he's being you know um tormented by by divine mugging (laughs) and he's crying for help and it's not working nobody's there you know he's talking about god he says you know he's he's walled up my way so that I cannot pass he's put darkness on my paths you know he's like he, he's blocked my my way he's he, he made it dark um, he he took my honor and my crown off my head you know he uproots my hope like a tree I mean you know you uproot a tree there's no more hope you take the roots out and so he's just he's just He's taken away my hope root and all. There's nothing else to to cling to. Um, He's kindled his anger against me, considered me as an enemy. That's the worst thing. You know, he it feels like God is just assaulting him as his enemy. His troops come together and build up their way against me, camp around my tent. He sees the whole army of God sort of ranged around his tent. You know, relentlessly, brutally, you know, uh, attacking him. There's such a vast disproportion. I mean, what has he done to to deserve all this attention? Why did he need the whole, you know, probably a term, 7th Fleet or 5th Fleet or whatever it would be a great fleet. Why did he need them all? Why did he need the, the 3rd Army Division, you know, or whatever. I mean, it's just like, wow. You know, they all come against me. I'm just in a tent, and I've got this whole army surrounding it. That's the way he feels, like he's just being besieged, like the Lord is just uh, you know, attacking him so strongly. Overkill. Exactly, that's what I wrote in my notes, divine overkill. You know, Job is making the same mistake the friends are, trying to judge God's attitude by the circumstances. You know, you are suffering, therefore God is is punishing you. They both thought that. The friends thought he was punishing Job justly, therefore he did something horrible. Job thinks he's punishing him unjustly. All right, comments or questions through 12? Well, the crazy thing is, even after he completely uprooted all of his hope like a tree, in the end, he ends up restoring him. But he doesn't see that. He has no idea that's what's coming. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He thinks he's a goner. You know, he can't make it much longer. He's holding on by the skin of his teeth. Right. It's just interesting. Like, he doesn't have that perspective. He doesn't. I mean, I'm not blaming him, just noting. Yeah. Well, I mean, we suffer a lot lesser things. And how many times do we just, oh, everything's against me. Oh, no, what am I going to do? It's horrible. It's worse. It's, you know, impossible. I mean, I think it's typical for even us when, you know, we've got a hangnail that's bothering us or something. All right, 13 to 19. He has put my brothers far from me, and those who knew me are wholly estranged from me. My relatives have failed me, my close friends have forgotten me. The guests in my house and my maidservants count me as a stranger, and I have become a foreigner in their eyes. I call to my servant, but he gives me no answer. I must plead with him my, uh, my, I must plead with him with my mouth for mercy. My breath is strange to my wife, and I am a stench to the children of my own mother. Even the young children despise me when I rise, and they talk against me. All my intimate friends abhor me, and those whom I love loved have turned against me. <coughs> How is Job feeling? Yes. Wow, he's so rejected. His brothers are far away from him. His acquaintances want nothing to do with him. You know, his relatives have failed. His intimate friends have forgotten him. It's almost like he's a social leper. You know, he's just isolated. Nobody wants to even come close to him. Uh, those who live in my house and my maids consider me a stranger. I'm a foreigner in their sight. I mean, even, even his servants, you know, even, even his help in, at home just won't have anything to do with him. You know, I call him my servant, but he doesn't answer. You know, Wow. I mean, kinfolk, acquaintances, servants—nobody will listen to it. Even the lowest people on the social totem pole, you know, won't have anything to do with Joe. With Joe. <coughs> you know, my breath is offensive to my wife. I'm loathsome to my own brothers. You know, my wife can't—I yeah, don't know if he, he means literally—but can't stand to smell my breath. You know, she just she don't want anything to do with me. I mean, everybody just. Doesn't want to be close to Job. Um, the only person he can turn to is the Lord, and the Lord's the one who's attacking him. So it's just really hard. Even even little children, they they rise up and speak against me. I mean, wow, that's bad. Usually, at least the little kids will come to you, not Job. You yeah. so, know. All right, comments or questions through 19. 20 to 22. My bone clings to my skin and my flesh, and I have escaped only by the skin of my teeth. Pity me, pity me, O you my friends, for the hand of God has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does, and are not satisfied with my flesh? Wow. Just pleading for mercy. You know, my bone clings to my skin and my flesh. I've escaped by the skin of my teeth. You know, he's experiencing practically a living death. It's horrible. It's terrible. Pity me. Pity me, oh you, my friends. For the hand of God has struck me. He's begging for a little compassion, a little understanding. You know, just give me, you know, give me a little mercy sad don't you think you know can you imagine getting that low he's begging his uh, friends to have a little compassion on him. well ain't got anybody else they're willing to talk to him the rest of them won't come close mm-hmm. for the hand of God has struck me that might have been preferred <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> wow that's bad you know and he basically abandons the argument here and just begs for kindness you know why do you persecute me as God does you're as bad as the Lord that's, that's a weird thing to think of it that way you know why do you, why do you pile on you know it's almost like he says i uh, are not satisfied with my flesh he almost sees them as like scavenging animals you know wanting another bite just wanting to take him apart and chew him up is elihu here now well i don't really know but i'm assuming i'm assuming elihu was here through all of it could he maybe be trying to you know the others have all talked against him is he maybe Wondering. Well, Elihu has been biding his time and will continue to until finally they went out of gas and he can, you but know. Joe wouldn't know what Elihu is thinking. No, but he's he's ready to, uh, he's about to explode. He's got so much to say. Elihu? Yeah. Okay, he's better than Francis? Oh yeah. Okay. I think so. Okay. But he but he's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> it takes him a chapter and a third uh, just to say, watch out, I'm about to talk. <laughs> but I'm just wondering what Job is thinking. Like, is he wondering what he's thinking? Is he going to stick up for me? I don't know. It's weird because I mean, we see nothing about Elihu except no in the jokes. Elihu section. Nothing, not before, not after. Huh. I wonder if he's actually a friend or if he like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he t- he does tell about himself in that section in 32 to 37, oh. and he he'd been waiting on the others. I mean, he felt like he was younger. Therefore, uh-huh. he he didn't really have but the right. But it talks speech. about like Job's three friends, doesn't it? Or do you, is that just something that we? Well, with? it talks about three of them. I don't think it says his three friends. Uh, does it? I don't know. I don't know. I could. Like I could the be. three wise men, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's probably about the same. I don't know. Yeah. Does it never say like his? Maybe. Yeah, it does. No, in Job's three friends. Okay. Okay, so Elihu was. <laughs> An acquaintance, not right. a friend, or a passerby, <coughs> or maybe he had three other friends who were actually his <coughs> friends. Uh, but obviously, he has heard what's going on, or at least a good part of it. So, yes, he's got to have been there for a lot of it. Yes, it, Elihu saw that there was no <coughs> answer in the mouth of the three men his anger <laughs> You know, and he explains why. You know, he thought mm. the elders ought to speak first, and he's younger. And I waited. I paid close attention and nobody answered Joe. <laughs> okay. So so I assume he's been listening okay. and he realizes they've completely run out of soap and it's time to, you know, move on. When does he start? Not till 30. 32. Oh, we've got a long way to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Poor guy, I mean, no wonder <laughs> he, f- he was kind of like a balloon about ready to explode. <laughs> yeah. You know, can you imagine waiting that long? Being full of words, he feels like he's about to bust and he's still got to wait for these guys to finish their speeches. <laughs> uh, Elihu will be a little comical. But but I do think he is an improvement on the front. Has God okay. mentioned Elihu? Not a word. Oh, I'm so he mentioned the other three. Yes, but nothing about Elihu. Okay. So presumably he's more pleased with Elihu. Presumably he didn't have anything he needed to say to Elihu. Okay. I think Elihu kind of leads into God's speeches. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. But 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 again, I mean, it's st- he's still a man. It's not like, sure. he doesn't have the insight God does, but… Alright, other comments and questions through 22? 23 to 29. Oh, that my words were written, oh, that they were inscribed in a book, that they w- Though with an iron stylus and lead, they were engraved in the rock forever. As for me, I know that my Redeemer lives, and that he, and at the last He will take a stand on the earth. Even after my skin is destroyed, yet from flesh I shall see God, whom I myself shall behold, and whom, with my, and whom my eyes will see, and not another. My heart faints within me. If you say, how shall we persecute Him, and what pretext for a case against Him can we find? Then be afraid of the sword for yourselves, for wrath brings the punishment of the sword, so that you may know there is judgment. Oh, that my words were written, that they were inscribed in the book, yeah. with an iron stylus, engraved in the rock forever. Now why is Job so much wanting a permanent record of what he said? So when he's gone, they can still decipher the problem with a result of what, hopefully? Indication. Yes. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. he does not want this to be forgotten. You know, he wants the case to be permanently recorded and someday, you know, he'll be exhumed and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. honored posthumously. (laughs) Uh, You know, but he just wants to think that somehow, some way, you know, this case will not be closed. And and someday, that, that there'll be justice done. You know, because he just is convinced that justice demands his vindication. It says, as for me, I know that my Redeemer lives. And at last he will take his stand on the earth. Even after my skin is destroyed, yet from my flesh I shall see God, whom I myself shall behold and whom my eyes will see and not another. Now, Wow, that doesn't sound like Job, does it? So what's Job doing here? Rough sign. Yeah, well he is in a way, but he didn't know it. You know, I mean, I think... Is he talking like what he wishes in his wildest dreams? I think so, but maybe we could go beyond that. This is really what he believes. Doesn't he believe that his Redeemer lives? Doesn't he believe that God vindicates those who are uh, wrong? Doesn't he believe that that he would see God? (laughs) But, But it's not working. You know, Job is back and forth between what he believes about God and what he sees in God. So, I mean, I think in one sense, I mean, he will appeal to God against God. Yeah. You know, he'll do that occasionally. So I think, but I know my Redeemer lives. I know he'll take us down on the earth. I know he will right the wrongs. You know, the Redeemer was responsible to, like, um, you know, avenge the unjustly shed blood. He was, the, like, the avenger of blood and 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 to restore the fortune and to to correct the wrongs. I mean the redeemer here is the one who's who's responsible to get justice done. He he believes in in God as the redeemer. You know, he believes that one day God will vindicate him and back him up. You know, because I mean he believes in God as being a just and righteous God. In fact, he believes that that after his skin is destroyed, you know, uh, without his flesh, he'll see God. You know, he doesn't have any revelation to base that on. But, but it's got to happen. This is, again, where Jesus answers Job. I mean, this is just kind of Job grasping at, leaping almost to the logical conclusion without really having conviction that this would be true. But, but he's, he's enjoying the thought. You know, one day he will prove me right. You know, think of a guy in prison unjustly. Occasionally, there is somebody, and uh, you know, imagine he'll never get out. Maybe, but but one day, they're going to uncover the facts, and even I may be gone. But they'll prove that I was innocent. Mm -hmm. That you 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 cling to that hope. You know, and he warns them. He warns the friend. You know, If you say how shall we persecute him and what pretext for a case against him can we find be afraid of the sword for yourselves for wrath brings the punishment of the sword. And there's a judgment day for you. You know, I mean you better be careful about persecuting me. One of these days God may give you what's coming to you. And really in a way that's exactly what happened. God did come and he did Vindicate Job, and he did tell the friends, "You better go to Job for him to pray to restore you." So, so Job, Job almost reasons himself to what has to be, not that he really has confidence that it will be. If he did, then he wouldn't be so upset. But it has to be. I mean, he is my redeemer. He does know the truth. One day he'll take a stand. One day, you know, one day I have to be raised. And you guys better watch it. You, you guys who are verbally persecuting me, one day God's going to right those wrongs. One day you'll wish you hadn't. I mean, it's bad to believe in God. Because then, you know, what do you do with these things? You know, it, it, it is because of his faith. If, if he believed that the world was created by random chance, then round of, random chance caught up to him, and what can he do about it? But if he believes there's a just, righteous, all-powerful God, then his suffering is a problem. You don't take this here that he believes in the resurrection. No, I... I no. I, on the other hand, there has to be, but no. <laughs> you know. I mean, he, he contradicts himself. I, in general, you certainly see more here. He's not really... He's not really believes that, but yet, yet I know. I know how God is. I know he's got, to, he's got to vindicate me. I know one day, you know, I'll have to see him. You know, but, but, but it's just, you know, it's what he believes and yet he doesn't believe it. He has no revelation to that effect. It's just like what he's driven to in this moment. I mean, don't expect a guy who's suffering like Job to always be consistent. When are we ever always consistent? Even when we're not suffering. I mean, how many times (laughs) do we contradict ourselves in the course of an hour's conversation? (laughs) So, I mean, don't expect Job to always be saying the same thing. I think he does believe in God. I mean, I think he believes God is just and righteous, and yet God's not being just and righteous. Is this sort of like the friends exaggerate to prove their point? Is he sort of the same mode? Yeah, I mean, he's liable to say most anything. But I mean, I think here, I think he's driven to a logical conclusion that he doesn't believe. Logically, God's going to have to vindicate him,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: he's not. <laughs> Makes sense to me. That's scary, but yeah. <laughs> All right, why don't we uh, stop here then and we can work on chapter 20.